0: Welcome to another episode of Bringing Down the Grindhouse, a podcast where we discuss horror in media. And tonight, gore, a Siamese twin in a basket, and terrible acting. Join us as we explore a Patreon requested episode by Ray as we dive into
1: Basket Case.
0: I'm Mitch, I'm Murr, and I'm Jonathan.
1: Uh, real quick, I want to talk about White Claw. I hate these things.
2: Is I, it is it because you're hungover? I am absolutely <laughs>
1: hungover, and I'm so pissed right now. So much sugar.
2: Okay, but not but, enough booze. Okay, but that's kind of like wait, how old are you? 24. I feel like you should know better. The sugar, the, su- is, I the don't, sugar heavy
1: stuff. I don't drink. I don't drink those things. So I was just like, that's oh, I'll true. Have a couple. You don't
2: usually drink White Claw.
1: Yeah. So I was just like, you know what? I'll have a beer. I'll I'm a surprised
2: cup. actually because you usually go for like tall cans. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> tall cans are life. Yeah.
1: When mm. I start my uh, power violence project and I'm just a, the big fat guy with a tall can, like that's when life. Are you
2: able to do the thing where you like lean back on the couch and you can sit the can right on your belly? Not yet. Not, y- not yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is the goal.
3: <laughs>
1: so today we're talking about Basket Case. Hmm. Uh, very older looking movie from the 80s
2: well 1982 uh the dude who made it is kind of a weird dude yeah frank hennenlotter i think is how you say his last name yeah he's only made exploitation films oh that's great like if you don't know who he is this is the dude who made frankenhooker yo in 1990 so that's like your reference for who this guy is (laughs) and what he's made he also did the other basket case, and he also did one called Brain Damage, which is essentially in the same exploitation genre. He also doesn't really like having his stuff called horror films. Oh. He, he, thinks, that, he thinks that horror films are more like mainstream shit. I guess. That like mainstream media took over horror films and then started making it like there's rules and shit for the, it.
0: Then what? Then what exactly would you? Cons- what does he consider the genre of his he own work? He considers it
2: exploitation. Oh, uh, exploitation yeah. does. I know for this
1: one he was like trying to make a horror film, but he felt like some areas because of the acting. And like some of the other things were like pretty funny. So we also wanted to make it a comedy. Yeah. So there's some comedy. parts where he makes it more funny and some parts he makes it more dark,
2: which is pretty funny. Yeah. Also hard to do. We haven't talked about very many films that were able to do that. I think besides Krampus. Yeah. yeah. Which was a horror comedy. So.
0: Oh, there was yeah. also, uh, what is it? The, the Final Girls.
2: Yeah, that was also horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. got some funny <clears throat> stuff in it. We
2: got to do rubber one of these days. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, that was one of those movies. I hated it the first time I watched it. And then I was like, my expectations are way off. Let me try rewatching it. Let me readjust. Real and then quick. I rewatched it and it was like, this is hilarious. Um, I've had that happen with a few movies where I'm like expecting something else.
1: Right, right. Hell yeah. Uh, so I'm going to get into production notes before we get into discussion basket case was released in 1982 it's uh written directed by frank Hennenlauter, produced by edgar levins and then it stars three main characters kevin van henter yike terry susan smith and beverly bonner and also i know that this uh this movie had a budget of thirty five hundred dollars or thirty five thousand dollars oh i um, was like 3,500. okay Damn. so um <laughs> This was a very low budget and this was a movie that they like wanted to get made really well. And so they kind of just like had to cut corners. Uh do you know the main lobby of the of the like movie where he checks in? Yeah. That is a gored out elevator.
2: Oh, what?
1: Yeah. In a like abandoned hotel. Like they gored out the elevator and made it look like a set.
2: I mean, that's resourceful shit. Yeah.
1: The only thing, the only couple props that they made for the movie was the puppet for Belial, um, right. the elevator, and like some other things. But when the kid brings out the money to pay, that was the entire movie's budget.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's so I funny, could see man. that
2: happening. It's also like you kind of end up laughing a little bit at it just because the movement is so jerky.
1: <laughs> right, right. Oh, we're talking about Belial? Yeah. Oh, uh, when they have, yes, because they used the puppet, yeah. which was also, it was, Manned by some people, but when they had to get into super tight corners, they used Frank Hennen, Lauder's daughter, to she was like 10 to (gasps) that's amazing (laughs) to move the puppet around, which is super (laughs) funny
3: to
2: me. I love that uh, directors do shit like that where they're like, Oh, you know what? My kids on said, Do you want to get in like a costume? (laughs) And they just put them in the movie, and you're like, Everyone's
0: too big to fit in this small area, let the 10 year old do it, Yeah. yeah
2: that that's probably a a memorable moment for them when they got older like yeah i was on set for this wild movie i also like that when you go online to look up the cast there's like no links for anybody because they're just unknowns
1: yeah they just they did this and maybe another one they probably did a
2: few exploitation films but like other than that they didn't really (laughs) wikipedia didn't merit them to have uh, their own page which is (laughs) (laughs) fucked they (laughs) probably stopped acting after that one to be honest yeah
1: um i know another easter egg was that Uh, so much of the crew was like very small. So I was, I was talking about this earlier, but they made fake names in the credits, uh, for a lot of these things. Uh, and then a super funny area is that they have two like goof credits. They have one that says pilot. Yeah. And they have another one that says like, uh, Um, what is it, like a psychologist, on-site psychologist. It'd be
2: amazing to put in (laughs) fake credits like that into movies and see if anybody notices. It's definitely something I want to do. When I start making larger stuff to just put in a credit for like the most random shit. Like we had a joke about it on when we did the short film. Cause you were making toast. Oh, the bread. <laughs> just to put something like that in there.
3: Yeah. breadmaster master. <laughs>
2: and it wouldn't be, it would be, uh, kind of one of those quirky things. I, that you I see have that there. great
1: picture where I'm like doing the squat pose with two pieces of bread in my hand, yeah. like
2: perfectly toasted too, with the shades on. We, it's because the beginning of the short film the character's making peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So we had to have multiple pieces of toast that he could just retry it. Again, there was, I, there was like eight or nine <laughs> sandwiches made. Yeah. I, I, so we got it.
1: <laughs> I literally like, they were like, Hey, make a couple. And I just made the whole, the yeah, whole case. Literally the whole fucking like a uh, bread <laughs> loaf
2: got toasted. <laughs> then there was just a, a plate of toast sitting around. This is the vibe I get off of this movie that they were just doing like fun shit. I'm sure there was people who put their credits to something else. Cause they didn't think it would do well. And they okay. were like, I don't want to be really associated with this, but like, it was kind of fun
1: at that time. like, uh, Because you have, like, in the 80s, you had, like, the whole Italian horror movies coming out of, like, the 70s with, like, YOLO films. And then you have the 80s starting with, like, slashers and then, like, experimenting with retrying stuff from the 50s. This falls in a weird in-between metaverse where it's, like, these are exploitation films, but they're not as raunchy as the 70s. They're more gory and more out there. I don't know. We talked about it, the Toxic Avenger and shit, and like Class of yeah. Newcomb High. Yeah, stuff that's like gross. Stuff also, that like this was you on.
2: Off. this was shot on 16 millimeter film. That's sick. which is why it has that look—the grainy look. It is also very hard to make a bad film on 16 millimeter film because that mm. is like the original film that you'd want to use for like anything <laughs> so like you will find a humongous amount of movies that are made on 16 millimeter film for that specific reason
1: I gotta give this movie merit because it just drops you right in there's no need for a big explanation. yeah they were like
2: fuck the intro <laughs> you're yeah. in the middle of the shit as soon as you get dropped in we
1: start with like a, a doctor being like stalked in his house he's like I got a gun I swear <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, God, the overacting is so funny in this movie, too. I've got a gun. I swear. I'll use it. <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. It's very funny.
1: Another fun overacting part is uh, when he's drunk. He's like, yeah, I, I got the door. You know, I'm like, this is really bad. Just acting <laughs> right here. Um, But yeah, the main character plays Wayne, who is like a normal kind of kid from upstate New York. who's just renting a hotel and then we learn more.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, we definitely learn more. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as far as the
0: story oh,
2: he's goes, he's also
1: carrying a basket.
2: Yeah, so yeah. like he's just he's got the basket. You don't know what the fuck is in it. Um as far as the story goes, pretty original. Yeah. I haven't really seen anything else like this. It's even funnier that he, like, talks to it telepathically.
0: <laughs> well, he can't He can't speak to Belial. Belial can only speak That's to him. Is, yeah, he's, like, Yeah, talking. so he, like, always responds out loud, like, no, I'm not abandoning you. I, I just
1: like this girl. <laughs> I, I had to admit, I thought that I got a bad version of the movie because when he was talking to the basket, I was like, there's no dialogue here.
2: What is going on? Oh, you're just confused. <laughs> yeah. You know what that makes me think of? When, the, when we watched the movie Cabin in the Woods. Because Cabin in the Woods starts in the facility with them, like, on their way. Yeah. And I'm like, did I miss something? Like, yeah, exactly. Something. I missed something in the beginning here. And, like, it just goes right in. And then it scares the shit out of you with the title screen. Yeah. And once it comes out because it has a screen. This is what this felt like to me. Where I was like, oh, did I, like, miss the first half of this movie? Like, when I downloaded it, I mean, when I bought it, <laughs> 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 the, the I started watching it. And I was like, damn, did I get, like, a cut-up version of this? This is not... Yeah, how it, it like
1: kind of like throws you off. Went
2: to go look up the plot, and I was like, "Oh no, this is literally how it starts." <laughs> yeah, I, I
1: remember
0: seeing that, seeing it in theaters, yeah. like Cabin in the Woods, yeah. anyway. But yeah,
2: but but to
0: not to digress, but it's very loud that opening. That opening shot is really yeah, loud in the theater, shit. and it shocks the shit out of me.
1: Basket but. Case is a lot of fun because. Like John said, it's an original idea. We don't really see, like, Siamese twin kind of stories in horror.
2: No, I think it's because at some point people were, like, low-key kind of offensive. Can't really mm. be making horror out of people's real-life situation. Yeah. But in this case, it was, like, like I don't know how to explain it. Like, he, it didn't feel like it was offensive. You know, <laughs> it was just
0: weird. Because he legitimately loves his brother, <laughs> you know, that. and he was forced to have it taken yeah. away from him like he didn't want it to happen as a kid either which this movie does go into what it.
2: What grounds the story a lot for it being so so wild was that he actually does have a lot of affection for his brother. And so this is kind of what goes through the main piece of the story regardless of how crazy it gets, which right. often makes movies like this better. It's why X is good. Yeah. X has like a like a plot line that has a lot to do with people's relationships to each other.
1: It's uh like we talked about this, it's like very cliche, but it also knows what it's trying to do. Oh, definitely. So, so like the, people who
2: make films like this, they're not trying to make like, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> artists no, they're not it's trying not to Oscar make. Bait. Yeah, they're not trying to make like Oscar worthy shit, which even the Oscars is bullshit. But which, like you know,
1: which is the best part about exploitation films, right? And like just, uh, just out there cinema in general, like the amount of like bad kung fu movies the amount of bad cop movies
2: yeah. i do like the funny quirkiness of the story as far as like like how belial is basically like your trickster character yeah like he steals like the girl's panties at some point <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know and he's just like that's like the, he's just doing weird shit like that and he's not even like that dangerous no, he's only dangerous if you fuck with him. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, you kind of just wanted to chill with most of the people. <laughs> yeah. But they were like, what the fuck is that? And they were like attacking him.
1: I think at, so- at some point in the movie, he wanted to get his bang on too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. <laughs>
2: I mean, you couldn't have a movie like this without having like a fucking horny monster. Yeah. <laughs> it's- yeah. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's pretty standard. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've dr- seen Feast. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Horny monsters is a uh is a thing and it's been there since before. But it's 80s. not
2: just the people who made it. There's there's plenty of people out there who are like in their Google or what is it, the Pornhub search looking up monsters. <laughs> like <laughs> this is a
1: thing. We just looked up the like top searches it was for great. porn. Yeah, if you want if you want to go states. look at
2: something funny, go look at um I think it was Pornhub released in two thousand twenty one, their most searched terms. And it's done by state as well, which That's is super funny. funny. So it's a good time to go read it. Oh yeah.
1: Uh, this movie's like really quick. Like it, it's an hour and a half. So you kind of get through it. An it's,
2: hour and a half is perfect for yeah. horror films. I think people who make horror films that are longer, the only reason why they're longer is because they're actually going into like some mental psychological horror, mm-hmm. which is why like, um, or they're like building an
0: atmosphere. Or yeah. Something they have like to that. build up the
2: atmosphere. It's why the Babadook is longer. Because you have like this, you get isn't, immersed into the world.
0: Uh, isn't isn't Texas Chainsaw? Because that's like one of my like quintessential like favorite horror movies. Isn't uh, it like the isn't original
2: it? one was actually like an hour and a half? Oh, was it actually? Just I an think hour so. And a half? I, I thought should look I at thought it, it was closer to like two. Let me maybe see. hour forty.
1: I think uh, the thing is an hour and forty five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or hour fifty. Well, because it
0: it takes that time to introduce Build you to out who out everybody sheet. is and things like that. So you actually kind of get like I mean, uh, this this movie and X both do it really well. Yeah. Where they both just kind of introduce you. Kind of get a vibe for who the people are. They're not just like you know cutouts.
1: One of my favorite characters is the guy that checks him into the hotel. Yeah, yeah. that dude's like the dude with like the suspenders and the yeah. bad mustache. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like
2: he's your he's your like warning character at the beginning. So, yeah, uh, the cabin in the woods makes fun of this. Remember when the guy. Oh yeah, who's at the gas station? And he calls in, and they're like laughing at him over. He's like, "Am I on speakerphone?" <laughs> like that <laughs> that scene. It's that dude. There, there, there's
0: so many like like B and C plots in this too. It really is. It's like like so like, like, like the revenge plot. We're tracking down the doctor that uh, originally did the original
2: this. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was 83 minutes long. Damn. Yeah. So perfect do I length know? for what, what do they're I know? talking about. You might be thinking of the ones that got made later. Because Maybe. They, they remade this movie like four times. Really, it's
0: not really the length that I praise that movie for. I praise it for yeah. building up, kind of taking its time with the characters and kind of getting to know them a little bit before you start, you know, hacking them all to pieces. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's nice to get to know who's dying, you know? <laughs> <It's>...
2: <laughs> this is true.
1: I gotta say, I love the idea that the like the, the older brother, the one that hat was the host body, goes through and he's like oh yeah yeah i'm gonna stake the place out we're gonna figure it out and then when the time is right i'll release belial on him (laughs) and he's like always talking to his basket i love i also love the fact where he's like you want to get a fucking burger around here he buys like 12 burgers (laughs) yeah just like starts unloading them (laughs) in the basket
0: (laughs) belial just eats raw hot dogs and burgers
1: yeah I love uh, I love the sound effects that they got Yeah. Or <laughs> he somebody just had screams. a lot of fun with that. He just screams Yeah. <laughs> 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 I I like the uh, I like the design of this monster, even though it's really silly.
0: Yeah, no, I, 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 I really do did enjoy the um, like the, the the puppet and everything. Like even even the parts that are clearly just like this is where the budget let out. <laughs> like they could not We're do anything. Talking else about the claymation, uh, oh, the, stop motion, yeah, the stop motion stuff and whatnot. Oh, but even like... even then, it's like it's kind of endearing a little bit. It's funny for sure. Oh, it makes you yeah. laugh so hard the oh, first yeah. time you see it. I was oh, like. Yeah.
1: What's he going to do? Oh God. He's, oh, God. he's, he's, he's clay now. He's clay now. <laughs> he's
2: clay now. It does have this weird effect when it changes over to the, it's basically like claymation and you see, you start seeing it move really awkward and you're like, ah, yes, this is like bringing me back to old school movies. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, and that's the thing. They could have taken their time and done more shots to like make it. Yeah. Smooth. They didn't give a fuck. They didn't give a fuck. No, no. that's the best part. No, yeah. um, they also got the the B plot where he's trying to get laid, trying to get a girlfriend.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. That's the other B plot.
2: Yeah. This also has your horror movie tropes. Like there, there had to be nudity at some point. Of course, I was waiting for it. So like, it, it, it's not they actually take a good long while. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you know, you know, I was, I was expecting it like when they're running out in the field. I was like, I was like, okay, now it's just going to get absolutely bonkers and crazy. But no, now he gets a psychic message and he has to leave. Yeah, you
1: are like, oh, all right, okay, all right. Yeah, I feel like Belial could like telepathically feel that wayne was horny i was like <laughs>
0: that's no, even funnier no, no not yeah. without
1: me <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> i hadn't considered that that was a possibility right right that he's just that he
0: just wants to be a part of it oh, all right man. you know
2: he's
1: just you know i'm not surprised that they wanted to like reattach
0: yeah like
1: like he they would force the the doctors at gunpoint to reattach themselves
0: right like if that wasn't a thing you know it, it it's kind of interesting that the movie like how the movie ends anyway where it ends with him like falling out of the building landing and his brother like Belial also dies in that allegedly and then <laughs> um but they're still but they're in the same position they were when they were attached oh, at the end of the movie
1: yeah pretty much
0: so it's like oh we we're together but we're dead
1: <laughs> we we're together the whole time it, yeah uh i think one of the best parts too is cuz like the way that this movie is uh uh, portrayed in the trailer, everyone's just like, what's in the box, man? What's in the basket, bro? What's in the basket? What's, <laughs> what's in the, the basket? basket? And then, like, there's one part where he gets ser- super drunk and, like, the <clears throat> the uh, sex worker is like, what's in the basket, Wayne? And he's like, it's my half-brother that they removed from my body. <laughs> he's yeah, like, it's yeah.
2: something wild and she's like,
0: okay. <laughs> she's like, oh, this is, you're creeping me out. Like yeah. I just yeah.
3: The-
1: and then he's like, yeah, and then, he go- then it goes into this, like, uh, this flashback scene with a pretty pretty good setup, honestly. Like the cabin that they all live in and then them dealing with their dad, who's just like, he's a freak. I would have rather had this thing die than my wife. Yeah. you're just like, fuck. <laughs> you're like, <laughs> that's boss." <"Geez." fucked>. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: then and he changes his tune. And he's like, that's my son. And that thing is attached to my
2: son. <laughs> Separate them. Uh, I did enjoy that Belial also had like crazy strong strength
1: oh yeah he's, he's
2: fucking gnarly like was able to just toss chairs fucking people you're just like what is going on
1: he, yeah he, like, he, like he, there's like for the most part he just claws at their face but I'm like dude there's so much pressure underneath that claw right there <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean he he picks up what is it he picks up Wayne by his nuts like and <laughs> <laughs> lifts <it> up <laughs>
2: just living in their own creative universe which is why it's so funny. This also I think got a lot of attention from people as a cult classic film. It's why it's so popular amongst people who like exploitation films and why there's like two more movies (laughs) because they got enough money for it. And they were like, fuck it, let's just keep making a crazy story. It's why, like, oh, yeah. shit like Evil Bong has, like, five movies. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. People just love weird shit like that. And this is one of those films that's endearing to a lot of people. There's so much merch. In it, Case? Yeah, like, there's <laughs> just so much stuff that you can find online. Because people bootleg stuff, too. So it's oh, like, yeah. you just find a bunch of random shit people make.
0: Niche, niche markets are just like yeah, that. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah.
1: Probably could get an anomal pin of Belial.
3: <laughs>
2: oh, definitely. That's gotta be like one of the easiest things to find. If not that, you get like one of those um weird like stuffed toys. Oh no. You probably get that of him. Can you imagine you go over to someone's house? They just have this two sitting on the couch. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
0: has, like a little plush Belial. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah.
1: See, that's the thing, like I love collecting movie posters and DVDs and I'm like, this is pretty good. Occasionally I'll have like a figure. But you ever go to someone's house and they have like a wall of just fucking masks? Yeah. And you're just like, fuck, I'm not that obsessed.
2: Uh, That happened when I met uh, this elderly, like a goth mom, basically. Oh, nice. Yeah. Went over to her house and I was like, holy shit, this whole wall. Yeah. Is is DVDs, figures, posters.
1: Horror is one of those genres where (laughs) you get people obsessed with everything. Well,
2: it's because they make a big point to market every single aspect of the film because they know they need to get every bit of money that they could do it's not like we're say like a marvel movie they only ever release like a poster and then they do their toy line that's yeah. kind of it yeah,
1: they, they got party supplies and the stickers Com- and pencils.
0: <laughs> no, no 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 marvel is guilty
2: of this absolutely guilty of this i feel like they're not well i uh, guess you're pencils, right pencils posters
0: t-shirts is that
2: like cans. official merch or is that just people mm. getting the licensing for it they're not doing it themselves They're still. I mean, if they're licensing it, they're getting paid for it. They are getting paid for it. So technically, it is uh, their IP still. Yo, bring back the
1: whole cans. (laughs) Yeah, bring back the whole (laughs) cans. Those aren't being sold anymore? Dude, they've been discontinued
2: for like 20 years. I wonder what. No, they haven't. (laughs) I'm going to look that up right now. I feel like you're lying. Yeah, Yeah, you,
1: you find an original whole cans. They go for thousands of dollars now in their box. Anyways, go back to basket case. Nah,
2: false what incredible smash hands amazon 27.99 let me see this
1: okay but the ogs okay <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh so now oh, you're getting specific oh, about oh. the edition
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i thought they just weren't making them at all i, I stand corrected the internet <laughs> made me false i guess there's many versions of it but that just makes me think of uh do you remember those weird moon boots oh moon shoes that had like the trampoline (laughs) inside of there (laughs) the most dangerous shit you could have gotten for your kid honestly because they're gonna go flying and they do that but anyway talking about merch uh i found a bunch of just random instagrams and websites that just sell stuff for this movie oh yeah And I was like, this is so funny because you could really just go online and find. It's like when when you find those those companies that make t-shirts and then they get like the cease and desist letter. So it's only up for like a day.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of which, I just bought like a Suspiria long sleeve and short sleeve for like 50 bucks from a website. And they're like, only on sale for 72 hours. I'm like,
2: awesome. (laughs) Dude, you know what happened the other day? I was wearing uh, the gunshot wound shirt. And I was at Target and the dude's like, Yo, where'd you get your shirt? And I was like, I actually got it from a friend. And he's like, Can I like buy it? And I'm like, there's like only three of them. And he's like, Are you serious right now? Oh. <laughs> he was like, Oh man, he's like, But that's dope though. You have one of three. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, That's great. Uh, it was like an older white dude who was obviously like a punk. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> so I was like, That's damn. Cool, I, gotta,
1: I gotta I gotta I gotta market and sell this design now. <laughs> Definitely.
2: <laughs> did oh. you did you have any favorite scenes then from this film?
1: Oh, man. So there's that whole flashback scene that just seems so crazy to me. Uh, Like the entire time where you get to see the kid go through the withdrawal of his brother. They do a super botched surgery and then like he's like, yeah, see he's my normal kid. I thought one of the silliest moments was when the dad gets killed by some random buzz saw in the middle of a cellar. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> right, like, we took care of it. They'll never know. They, they haven't figured out how he died at all. I'm like, how did they not?
1: Just... <laughs> how did <do> they... <laughs> Uh Also, I love, uh, I love the, the part where he goes to the last, um, to the last uh, doctor and she's like, Oh, so you're gonna raise my voice at me, huh? And he's like, You're getting hostile And he's like, "Bull, I'll go And it's like she just like starts clamoring on him and then she dies with a bunch of scapples in her face.
2: Yeah, that's pretty fucked. I
0: When he opens the door and she's just
1: AH <laughs> Yeah, that scream, was, that scream was so loud.
0: But just but just,
1: but just staring
0: at the camera like, <laughs> I'm just
1: like, oh my God.
2: I always think about production moments for those where they're like, okay, I need you to stare directly into the camera and just fucking scream. <laughs> I thought
1: the same thing when I saw that. Yeah,
2: because <laughs> you think about how do they capture these things? And this is one of those moments where they must have just, I don't know how nobody cracked like on stage. Like, you know, everybody around them is just like <laughs> trying not to laugh. They're like, get the boom mic, put it over there. <laughs> They're like, don't put it right over her. Like, Put it a little bit away <laughs> or else you're going to spike the audio.
1: I thought it was a good kill, and I love uh, I love how he just sneaks out and goes back to his hotel. What, do you have a favorite scene?
0: Let's see. Favorite scene from Basket Case. Basket Case. I keep wanting to call it Head Case for some reason. Well, I also, reason. Have,
1: to, I also have, to, have to say the director made it a point to make an original title. Basket case is not a movie. Yeah, other than you this can't one. find anything else. Yeah. So
2: when you Google it, it's just this. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I don't think anybody would want to use it after that. It's just kind of a funky name. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's done. Yeah. It's
0: done. Uh, let's see. Favorite. There's a lot of there's a lot of funny ones in this one. Um <laughs> I feel like that opening scene is scene holds up pretty well. Keep in mind I watched this movie at like two o'clock in the morning last night. So I'm <laughs> trying I'm trying here. Hey, John, name your favorite scene while I think about it.
2: So uh, I feel like it's probably the first time you see the claymation. Like when you start see- <laughs> Just because it's so jarring to see. Because you previous to that, you just see like kind of a regular puppet. Yeah. But then all of a sudden this fucker's moving and it's like, like really jumpy and so I'm just like this is so he's, funny he's fucking tearing up the room yeah and he just goes ape shit he like fucking destroys everything and i'm like yo this is like this is really funny and so it was memorable because it was one of those moments where you appreciate what they've sort of made even though it's like like this movie isn't gonna win any awards like
1: oh it's cheesy for you know, a reason it's
2: super cheesy they knew what they were making and i think the fact that they knew they were making something like this made it a lot of fun um, and we've talked about movies like this before. We're like, this movie is a lot of fun. I'm thinking of like, uh, um, what is the the one cut of the dead?
1: One cut of the dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much fun to but make that, something that's like a, that. That's a movie I'm like, dude, that
2: deserves the Oscar. But that though. one deserves an award, right? <laughs> yeah. That one um, was amazing. I think of Braindead. Also. Like yeah. something like that. Do you mean dead alive? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> No, I'm just Actually. fucking kidding. They, they, It was because of countries, right? That the title was different. They do that for every movie. Yeah.
1: Like in this like exploitation genre. Yeah. I watch a YouTuber. I'll recommend them at the end of the episode. We had
2: another one that happened to right? It was Demons. Demons. Had yeah. another name. What was the other name? Damani. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. So he was just like, oh yeah, this is uh, Bordeaux Blood, also known as Bucket of Blood, also known as Bucket of Blood 3. And you're like, but it's not related to any other blood series. And I'm nope. just like, oh my God.
2: I love that. It's also probably because they do the naming like how we do random shit like that. We're like, "What should we name it?" Bucket of blood. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, let's use that. Yeah.
1: It's like how uh, Godzilla raids again is also uh guy uh what is it? The gig- it's like gigantus, the fire monster. Yeah. You're like, "Why?" Love it. <laughs>
0: okay. So, it's one of my favorite overacting moments. Yeah in, in this one, um, aside from the, uh, the murdered nurse with all the scalpels in her face, which also, I just died, but there's like, he goes to the doctor to have his scars looked at. He, he's the lady at the front is clearly flirting with him. And then he comes out and she's like, so what, so what did the doctor say? Oh, I'm sure he was really excited about what he saw. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's really funny And that they just have that exchange.
1: That was such that, an awkward scene, oh yeah. too, because she's like, I want to go out with you. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, Thanks. Like, like,
0: like, that's very nice. I got
1: to say, that character, though, that plays the, the second doctor, the one that gets capped, that whole scene where Belial stalks him and just breaks his fucking door, I was like, that was a really good shot. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of the lighting in that scene was really good.
0: Yeah, I liked uh, I, I I liked the gore in that scene, too. I thought they did the blood squirts and stuff really well.
1: <laughs> I always want to be the blood squirt bottle guy or the pump. Yeah.
2: Just off screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they make fun of it in One Cut of the Dead where the dude's like blowing it through the hose. Yeah. <laughs> then you yeah.
0: can be like, that's me. I did that right there, that old squirt. That's me. Oh, oh man.
1: Yeah, I have bad news about One Cut of the Dead.
2: Oh, jeez, what?
1: Uh, there's an American-made version coming soon.
2: Yeah. Oh, you told us about this. They're going to do a remake of it. Remakes have been an interesting conversation in the last few years because of how many they've made. But we're now getting to a point where it seems like they might be giving up on a lot of remakes yeah. and are now making original content. But that's only because we have a new like cohort of horror directors who are making original shit.
1: Not only that, but it seems more like... We're adapting horror or foreign stuff. Yes. Rather than saying, "Oh, hey, here's Pet Cemetery 5. <laughs> <laughs> oh or sorry, God. we're gonna re- we're gonna call it Pet Cemetery.
2: I love how much uh, um, Stephen King hated Pet Cemetery, the oh, the, the remake. He yeah. likes the original, but hated the remake.
1: I mean, all the majority of remakes do not hold up.
2: No. Same
1: with reboots, but there are there are a few gems, and we've talked about that.
2: You know what? I did watch. I watched the uh, the reboot of Old Boy. That Ooh. Spike Lee did. How's that? It's pretty good. It's not terrible, but nothing's ever going to be as good it, as the original. It,
0: it it does some things better than the original, but also fails in some areas that the original excels in. Yeah. yeah. They
2: didn't fail to deliver on the terrible fucking ending. No. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, we, t- we talked about this. For every Blade Runner 2049 and Candyman 2, yeah. there are... 5 million other fucking conjuring or, so or like uh, the thing got rebooted in 2011 for no reason. Technically Which, it was a prequel prequel, but still not good.
2: It was all right. Yeah, it wasn't okay. that bad to get the explanation for how they got there. I'm cool with that. Yeah. It wasn't like a follow of, of what they were doing. So you're kind of like, this is just more of the story,
1: right? If there's one movie I do want to see be remade, it is, um, what is that movie? Uh, the fog. Yeah. Even I, though even though the 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 mist gets pretty fucking good on its own merit. Yeah. The, I would love to see a remake of the fog. That hey, man, was good. I want to see yeah. some zombie pirates. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's a good ghost pirates. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I feel like we could do it really well. It like th- with this technology. Now. All right,
2: we're gonna do it. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna write the remake. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. That's Exciting, right. <laughs> yeah,
1: Well, I guess there's. You guys have any like final thoughts? Or uh, we we gotta, have like, we gotta rating. rate it. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give this like a strong seven.
2: Yeah, I wanted to give it a seven too, just because um, it's enjoyable to watch, and my expectations were about right <laughs> when yeah. I went into. They watch should it. be low. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't 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 put them like super high. But I, then again, I think people who watch stuff like this know because
0: it's B movie as hell. Giving it an eight out of ten. Nice. Yeah, it gets a oh, B. If
1: we're rating on a B movie scale, it's an eight.
0: Yeah, that's an eight. Uh, Absolutely. You're not wrong. Yeah, it should like, be adjusted really. they're, they're,
1: We have to have two scales, the, the art critic one, and then the
2: this Yeah, is the very movie. serious ones. <laughs> yeah, that, I
0: mean, that's the other thing interesting with criticisms, though. You have to kind of consider, who is this movie made for? Did the artist succeed at what they were trying to do? Yeah, yeah. a
2: lot of film nowadays is critiqued by people who are assuming it was made for, like, super intellectuals all the time so it's why most critics are fucking like dickbags like they're all the worst people anytime you you go and look at reviews like say like like rotten tomatoes is the worst because (laughs) they have like 200 or so critics who are all douchebags yeah it doesn't matter who it is because they're all academics they're they're high academics who like i have my bachelor's and my master's so like i have the best opinions on things and then they will usually shit on movies that people really love because it always seems like, like the yeah.
1: critics and the audience have two different agendas.
2: I love when it's the opposite, when critics love the movie and people hate it. <laughs> and you're just like, what is the movie? And then you well, go and watch it.
1: I would say that's funny, but it happened to The Green Knight.
2: It did. That's what I'm saying though. Like that happened and I think it was just because like it was just a weird surreal movie. Like there was a lot going- and it also assumes you know a lot about Yeah, it kind of of, (laughs) that
0: one kind of assumes that you know a little bit about like the Green Knight story and all of that, and maybe some Arthurian legend stuff. But
2: man, what a good movie! I should go rewatch
0: that. (laughs) I I, I really liked.
1: (laughs) Um, When we talk about B movies and exploitation movies, they're made to be schlock. They're made to be enjoyed with multiple people, with some beers around, or you know, whatever. Yeah, you're just having a fun time watching stuff. If you want a similar
2: vibe, go watch all the movies from what is it, Takashi Mike? Takashi Mike. The guy who made like fucking hundreds of films at this point. Yep. Just go watch that. Because <laughs> like, yeah. that's all he ever wants to do. He just wants, he's like, I'm just going to make whatever the hell comes into my mind. Yeah. And then I, you just enjoy we it. We also
1: have to give merit to Troma for doing this for decades.
2: Fucking shit. They, so they've been running for like, I don't know, 50 plus years, I think, at this point. Like, yeah, now. And they're still pretty successful. I
1: mean, I just showed you guys that music video that they yeah. did with with Sanguasugabog oh, yeah. where they, they have the the penis monsters What a fucking
2: name <laughs> Amazing <laughs> That band name always gets me too cuz I'm like how, who came up with that
1: <laughs> It's like a it's like a oni type of demon Yeah It's super sick though <laughs> um, but when we talk about ex- exploitation movies it has to be on a different scale because they're right. made to be fun We're having fun. We're not putting our art glasses on.
2: Right. Yeah. And and we will talk about plenty of films that are just a lot of fun yeah. to to watch and be made. It's, it's
1: good to have that mix because some people watch horror for all different kinds of reasons.
2: Well, yeah, I feel like it's been changing in recent days. Um, I think now the ultimate search is for something that is truly scary and disturbing because we're so desensitized to things. And the other part of it is including genre blends. So mm. psychological thrillers, things like that, even the horror comedy. You're mixing
0: drama with horror sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, you're getting a
2: lot of combos like that now. It's not, uh, you won't find too many that are just a horror slasher yeah. film.
1: Right, at this point, you could assume that there's a dartboard and like, what other genre are we pairing this with? Yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Just because, well, I think that's in an effort to bring a lot more horror to mainstream in a more positive way, as opposed to it being... Like, oh, it's just violence. Because we had our whole era with that. We had, you know, Saw Teristas and like um Hostel, where like it was just about the torture. And then there was a really negative response to that. So I think now there's a, a shift to change the style of horror film that people yeah. are making.
1: With Basket Case, we have an original story about a Siamese yeah. twin that gets removed. And then we could even compare that to something like It Follows, where we talk about an STD. Yeah, what a great
2: story a hor- to tell. Thing. Uh, the, the, I just imagine people who made Basket Case; like it'd be hilarious to be in the room when he pitched that idea, because they're just like, and it has to be a group of people who are like open to a lot of different exploitation films that are like, yeah, that sounds dope. Let's do that. I mean, did you guys ever have
0: phases? of types of horror movies. Like, I know I had a phase where I just watched things that were obnoxiously shocking. I had my slasher phase, too, where I was exploring, like, the different slasher movies and stuff. And
2: I think when I was younger and I was first getting into taking film classes, um, I was like, let's find the most shocking things. And so, you know, you go for the very typical ones that are, like, snuff films.
0: Oh Yeah, who are, like, well, they're not exactly, but they're
3: close They're so to close. It. Yeah. And so I
2: was looking at that, and then I was, like, this isn't really, like, there isn't much here. And so yeah. then I shifted over to, like, other things. There was a long time, I think because of the early 2000s, where their psychological horror was a thing. So, like, you ended up watching stuff like The Sixth Sense, mm-hmm. where, like, you get a really big vibe of, like, oh, it isn't just about the, like, shock value. It's about, like, what mentally can happen in these films right. and what else scares you and so yeah this is also attributed a lot to um how r- audiences are responding yeah. so like vampire movies were a big thing for yeah, a, little while, for a there. while like you had vampires and werewolves so you had like underworld which yeah have we even talked about an underworld film oh we, we should. it's on the, it's on the schedule we should talk at least about the first one because that's sort of like a like a really specific moment in film history where we were like let's do vampire shit yeah. and like we did that and like blade was a thing so like we had all of these movies coming out
1: at this point like uh with doing the podcast i like we've been there and done that with a lot of like famous icons and famous uh symbols of horror for me like ever since i joined it was always finding the niche kind of stuff right so like uh stuff that has a cult following, but no one knows about it.
2: Yeah. Cause it's always cool to be on the in group. Right. Of yeah, <laughs> yeah, knowing yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it so successful for a lot of niche films is that you're like, it's a collectible sort of thing. So like you get to have a piece of the collection and it's very limited. And so that's usually why the, the records, the right. vinyl will sell so well, t-shirts, hats.
1: And it's also really good to see, uh, startup companies or companies that like excel in horror stuff. Going to these niche genres. I just saw a, a ad for like an entire Hatchet line. Hell yeah! <laughs> like <laughs> that's kind of dope. <laughs> yeah, like you have all these niche things that people like, and like they'll come forward and be vocal and say, you know what? We had Friday the Thirteenth. We've had Freddy. We what's
2: want the what's the Chainsaw Mall movie? Oh, Chopping Mall. Yeah, th- Chopping Mall is great. There's just a shit ton of merch for that.
1: Yeah, Chopping Mall is like super I think it's because the subsidized. costume
2: <laughs> for, the, for the killer in that one. I think it's just really iconic. <laughs>
1: yeah, the kill bots look
2: great. Yeah, also.
1: Um, I will mention that every episode that we talked about <laughs> in this podcast, every movie that we talked about pretty much has an episode. So it follows yeah. One Cut of the Dead, uh, Dead Alive. So make sure to check out all that stuff because we do have in-depth Analysis on those films. We've as well.
2: got about 120 or so episodes at this point. So we have probably covered a good amount of <laughs> what we mentioned with the exception of a few that we'll eventually get to. We're just trying to cover some of the newer ones.
1: Yeah. We're, our schedule is packed. We got a lot on our plate, but we're getting there.
2: <laughs> and then the next time we'll be talking about X. Yes. Which came out not too long ago.
1: Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Uh. So... Do you wanna do you wanna know where you can get some good shirts?
0: Dude, I do wanna know where I can get <laughs> some good shirts. Uh
1: check out our Teespring. Where you can get merch related to bringing down the House." Hats, shirts, cups, mugs. Dude, I can be all
0: I can I can just I can rep you guys.
1: Yeah. And while you're repping us you might as well give us a review on Spotify and Apple podcast uh, oh, man
2: no, we, need, we need some windbreakers ooh windbreakers ooh, could definitely the be logo yeah, yeah yeah but like but like the full art one with yeah. us as like the the 16bit characters
1: yes it'd be
3: dope. I did that yeah no
0: I, I support that as well but I mean but but we can do reviews but is there any other way that I can support this podcast mode oh
1: yeah you can support us financially by checking out our patreon. Holy
0: crap. What's the cost of that, though? I don't have a lot of money.
1: $2 a month. $2 a month? Yes. Is
0: there anything else that comes with that?
1: You get access to all our bonus content, as well as you could give us a recommendation, just like today, for Basket Case to review a movie of your choice.
0: Wow, that's a screaming deal. Yeah. Huh.
1: Not only that. Check that out. But it gets pushed on the calendar, because you are a patron, and you're supporting us.
0: Wow, that's such a solid setup you got there.
1: If you would like to support us in other ways, you can hang out with us on our public Discord. Whoa! Where we have an invite and everything on our link tree. As well as stay in touch with us on our social medias. Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. I'm going to say Google but say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Also, I would highly recommend, you know, giving us a comment, or joining the Discord. Talk to us about an earlier episode or an episode of your choice.
0: Yeah, tell us we did good. Tell yeah. us we did bad. Complain about things.
1: Debate with us. We yeah. love to hear the community interaction. Absolutely. And then next week, we will be talking about X. X. So get ready for that, because it's a lot of fun. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. I think that's it for Basket Games.
0: All right, that's it thank for you, Basket
1: Thank you, Ray, for... Uh, suggested this on the patreon
0: Yeah, and for supporting us for as long as you have you're one of the long-term ones right yeah. now we so, love you yeah love yeah. you um all right let's walk out yeah you got your shoes yeah you got your coat yep all right let's uh let's do everything also uh, oh yeah justine's at work huh yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> we yeah,
3: didn't even right. mention it <laughs> we didn't even like
0: uh. the patriarchy at work oh, anyway so, so <laughs> anyway <laughs> so we miss you justine yes um, and, uh, yeah, I'm Mitch.
1: I'm Murr. I'm oh, Jonathan, thank you. Here, Let's hear a beautiful scream. <laughs> <laughs>